everybody. Welcome back to the Subpar Gamers Podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Hey Steph, with my friend. No, not friend. Yeah, we're acquaintances. Hijinks. Lovers. Enemies to lovers. <laughs> oh, man, so how was your, uh, how was your week? So uh, it's, it's been a great week. We, we were supposed to record last week, but you were sick. Yeah, I had, uh, I had an upper respiratory infection, so I, even if I want, I, I wanted to, but you wouldn't be able to understand me. You sound just, like, just a tad under the weather. Not terribly, but. Oh, right now? Yeah, like, you can tell you have, like, a little nasally. Right now, I'm fine. Oh, well, you're sick. I just diagnosed you. Dog. A sick dog. He's sick as a dog. Yeah, but my week has been really good because I've been bowling very well. So, I've talked about bowling on the podcast quite a bit, at least in the start. But I I try I'm, I'm trying to take it a lot more seriously. Like I'm working at a bowling alley so I can get free practice in. I'm bowling three times a week now. Probably about 15 games a week. Say so here or there. And on Tuesday, I, I went into my work and I bowled the best I had bowled so far. And I got, for a lot of people, it, do, it doesn't really have any um like significance. But a 700 series for three games is for for like an amateur that that doesn't um, have a ton of bowling balls and isn't really fully like into it yet. Coming back and getting a 700 that quickly was like one of my huge goals. So I hit that on Tuesday. I shattered it by quite a bit. Well, hold on for. People out there that don't understand bowling lingo. So one game, how many points did you get? <laughs> so a series is th- a three-game series. Okay, so three game. to get a 700 series, you have to average 233 pins for three games. So that's 233 points, I'm assuming? Yeah. And I, I got I got a decent bit over that, so I was averaging around two forty that day, which is amazing for me. That's amazing for most people, but I to jump in, but didn't you get three three hundred? Yeah, so I saw that. that that Thursday we went to me and two other of the boys, because your ass has to work every time we need to go bowling. <laughs> <laughs> I'm listening. Why you have to schedule my fault? <laughs> it's Every your Thursday, fault. <laughs> after noon. What about Tuesdays? No, this Tuesday was a wild card. I had no idea I was working uh, afternoon. Okay. See, well, some of the things. Next my Tuesday. scheduling is out of my. It's out of my control, so I don't really have. Yeah. So on whether or not I take off, I know for a fact 
Valentine's Day. I ain't, I ain't gonna be able to vault. What what day is Valentine's Day? Is that well, next the, next week? Two weeks from now. Okay. Holy shit! It's February already. Jesus Christ. February. February. <laughs> yes, it is. February. When I have my Invisalign and I have like a fucking speech impediment. Anyways, Jeez. I'm sorry about that. Like that just blows my mind. Like, like literally, one like day ago is like December. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like one day ago it was January. What the fuck? Okay, so on Thursday we it was me and two of the boys, and those lanes were so dry. So for those who don't know, lane bowling lanes are oiled with this very expensive machine. It's what thirty some thousand dollars at least. And it's basically just your typical household printer, but it <laughs> shoots oil onto the lane in a very specific and programmable pattern. Garumba. Yeah. And <laughs> As people bowl on the lanes, either either just normal normal open bowlers who come in, you know, throw between their legs for fun and then leave, or a normal <laughs> bowler, regardless, it still takes some oil off the lanes every time they throw their shot, and it's called breakdown, and it makes your ball hook a ton. So to, when I went in there, they were hooking an insane amount. The place I bowl at normally is considered like the driest in like <laughs> it's like the Sahara of bowling centers. And this was like so much drier than it. So I was bowling I I we were in one of the games, we were just trying to bowl as fast, like trying to because it has a um, speedometer in the lane, just to show you how fast you were bowling. And I could not bowl 18 miles an hour for the life of me. I was throwing it as hard as I could. But in order to strike, I had to throw it like 17 and a half. <laughs> so okay. I was at like the upper limit of how fast I could throw it. Okay, that oil slick city. It looks like I, was throw, yeah, I was throwing like 25. <laughs> <laughs> like, I was like throwing like 25 almost every single time. You know what I'm talking about when I say oil slick city, right? Mm -hmm. Okay. It's actually the place we're talking, I'm talking about. That's where it oh, was. There. They changed their lanes, and I have a whole new perspective on them because. They they were dry. We used to say they get oiled in pizza grease because they don't care about the normal bowlers. They just care about the kids. Over there. Yeah, but yeah, that's that's where it was, and it was super dry. Where you work? Yeah, that's where we were. No, is that where you work? No, that's not where I work. Oh, Definitely not. I would hate that shit. <laughs> I cannot stand children. <laughs> Screw that. Yeah. So. 
I haven't done it for like a month. <laughs> I think December was the last time I pulled. Well, we're gonna change that. Yeah, I I, I want to change that, considering the fact that I'm moving in almost eight months. Eight months. Yeah, like hey, that's all these are the time. I'll get maybe. But we bowled five games there, and I could not strike for the life of me, because I was throwing so fast. I was so, I was so off target. My normal speed is somewhere like around fifteen. It really depends on the lane. Most bowlers consider it a strength if you practice bowling at different speeds, just so you can be adaptable depending on whatever pattern you're bowling on. Well, it all depends on the place you go bowling to, because sometimes lanes are like, like you said, they're oil slicked or drier than... <laughs> drier, drier than your mom. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I was having a lot of trouble, and I could not strike the, the other games before it. And then on our last game, I... I don't know when I start sort of like coaching people and like telling them stuff I know about bowling, I bowl better for some reason. Beating the God complex. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't know. It's just like it, it clicks because I'm actively thinking about like sh telling, practicing what I preach essentially. Yeah. So, I was explaining to our one friend basically exactly what I just explained to you guys earlier about how how the lanes have different patterns and how they get oiled. And over the course of that, I got the fr the first eight strikes. <laughs> and Christ. that at that point that was the furthest I had been. So I got I wouldn't say I was nervous because I knew I was essentially all but guaranteed a new high score. So I sort of like let it was, I've always heard stories from my dad and my mom and basically my entire family are bowlers. So they always talk about how basically everyone who's going up for a 300 chokes on the last shot and they just throw an absolutely terrible shot. At least their first one or two times. So for my dad, he threw five 200, 299 games. Jesus Christ. Before he got his first 300. So I was fully expecting that. So it took all the pressure away from me. And then... Once I struck in the ninth frame like it sort of started to like it started to feel a little real <laughs> like almost fuck you dad i beat your ass beat your yeah. ass your game well i wasn't there yet so i told gavin fuck i, I don't think he cares he listens i told him to stand off to the side and hey just 
just record whatever angle you feel is right because i i was so out of it i i wasn't trying to focus on anything else i went up there and i i watch it on the video now but i thought i threw terrible shots but on the video they look great yeah they don't look yeah they look like normal form yeah yeah they look good so and it just worked (laughs) like when the last one struck i i like could not believe it and i i barely even celebrated because there was about nobody there (laughs) it was just us this one family and like two workers behind the counter that place was dead (laughs) and i i screamed like fuck yeah and crickets nothing no one was looking (laughs) besides the boys they were clapping and it was like bro it's like is that it (laughs) No fireworks, no. I'm watching the video. I'm You're watching, watching the video right now. <laughs> when they're like, just like, I hear like a faint "fuck yeah," then just clapping, and then nothing else. <laughs> yeah, it's it's so dead in there. Oh, wow, fucking insane though. What was funny was. My grandma called me right as I was about to go bowl the tenth frame, and if you strike, if you strike out in the tenth frame, you get three balls. So I still had a lot of work to do. You're echoing, by the way. Sorry. So she called me. I'm like, Grandma, I'm about to bowl three hundred. Alright, here we go. Test, test, test. Okay, it's good. I'll just cut this part out. Um, oh, you're fine. It's just because my uh, I have I have my headset off partially because I'm trying to listen for something else. No, you're fine now. I put it. I put it. I put it. I'm just marking that as timestamp. So my grandma called, and I'm like, Grandma, I'm about to go for this 300 right now. I can't talk, and she's mm-hmm. like, What? 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 And I just I had to take her off a of speakerphone. She was going to be too distracting. And you can hear at the end of the video, I'm like, Grandma, I just bowled a 300. <laughs> and she just goes crazy. It, it, it's such a good feeling. Because it, no one there was like, besides the boys, no one there was like caring about it. Yeah, but, shit. yeah but my family are bowlers and they cared. <laughs> I, I guess oh, that mattered I- more. I I called my parents, and my mom started crying, and my dad couldn't even believe it. He's like, how did you not choke like I did? Oh my god, it was such a good feeling, though. And we, then we ended up going out out to dinner with my grandma. That's a whole other thing. Because... Awesome bowling story. Yeah. But unfortunately, when we were, when we were at that dinner, my grandma choked on her steak and i had to like i had my arms around her to give her the heimlich and then she ended up coughing it up but like that was almost a terrible end to such a good night oh wow no words i mean at least she's okay other than that it was a great night
<laughs> this is my grandma almost dying in my arms. And then, <clears throat> fun fact, on Tuesday, I had the front nine again, and I, I choked this time for some reason. <laughs> Maybe it's because I was thinking about it and people were watching. It wasn't quite so dead. Yeah, I absolutely get, choked. I get one. I only get one of them. There'll be more. I want to okay. see one. I want to see one. You're going to see one if you come on Tuesday. That's if a threat. If I, if I don't work, I will. Dead, I will. Okay. Um, oh, well, very wholesome uh, bowling story, though. Um, yeah. Well, we actually, we're going to do this a little different here. This is kind of like a game. <clears throat> um. So... Uh, the next uh, topic we will be uh, discussing, and talk, or rather talking about, uh, discussing. Never mind. Um, <laughs> conspiracy theories. Now, I have a, I have a, I have a couple that I've gathered from some websites. Um, so I'm, I'm just going to jump into the first one, and uh, we'll go from there. So. Uh, the 1969 moon landing. Um, okay. So there's two <laughs> sides of it. There's two sides of it. Obviously, like, you know, it happened. Like, oh, America, fuck yeah. And then there's the other people that think that it is, uh, it's fake. Because, you know, for starters, like, they have, they have fucking, like, prop lights that got reflected in, like, the mirror, like, the windows. Uh, the, they were just like I don't know. Like you think if I don't know, what's your what's your take on it? My take is that they had not even a fraction of the technology they would have needed in order to make it seem convincing at that time. It would have just taken so much to do, and I I have watched some videos on debunking. The conspiracies, but I, I can't remember many of the valid arguments. Something about very specific lighting that you literally could not reproduce with studio lights, unless you had like a billion dollar like laser. I don't know. They they described it in the video, but you needed an insanely overcomplicated and not invented at that time. More importantly, lighting yeah. setup. In order to recreate it perfectly. Well, yeah, I realize in the in 1969, 1970, more like they they had technology that the public still doesn't even know about to this day. Like, think about it. In 1950, they they had fighter jets that couldn't even go supersonic, right? And then I, when was the SR-71 like? like made like 1965 that thing Jeez, goes that's early that's, that's much later that. than that what there's no way hold on uh, 1966 what yeah so like what? that thing in the span like of like space less age. Than, in 10 years they they made you know something that can go Mach 3 which is i don't 
I don't even know how much, how much, how many miles per hour Mach three is. Several thousand. That's like okay. It's seven hundred. Wait, hold on. Mach one yeah, is three thousand like miles. Away. Yeah, three thousand miles per hour. That's fucking insane. So like, I I I kind of believe it, but like the lighting though, that kind of doesn't make sense. Because, you know, outer space is kind of, you know, not lit up. But so, like, you kind of believe the conspiracy theorist point? Or the uh, moon landing point? I feel like I feel like it did happen. Okay. Honestly, because, you know... Because you could have you swayed the um, rapidly expanding technology either... Either to the way of, oh, well, we could have realistically had rockets by then, or we could have realistically had secret technology that is powerful enough to recreate like it, it by then. Sun. Like, you know, because, like, the sun lights up the moon all the time, except for when the moon and sun are Burns are. Yeah. Like, I, I mean, I guess it depends on... Because if you look at photos of it, like, you notice, like, the moon is half lit, and then the other side of it's completely black. So, like, I don't know. I, I, I believe it happened. I hope so. I feel like I mean, with most conspiracy it... theories, it's it spreads from a lot of misinformation and... The general lack of like guided education. Yeah. Well, either what I was what I was gonna say is, even if they didn't do it in 1969, they did it like at least 15 times after that for real. So. So like, why would they fake it the first time? Exactly. That's the, <laughs> that's what I'm saying. But also, how know. would they have gotten it perfectly right the first time? Without exactly. having been there. Exactly. So that you wouldn't be able to do it fifteen more times in a row after that if it was if it didn't happen. So I believe it happened. That's just my take on it. Turns out the moon's been like purple this whole time and they've been lying to yeah. us. Thanos, man. Um so what so do you believe it or not believe it? I believe the moon landing very much did exist. Okay, okay. Now this is more of a different conspiracy theory. Um, the uh, Paul McCartney is dead conspiracy theory with the Elvis Presley is alive theory. Um, so I'll get backstory on both of them. I I th I've, I've I've looked at this one because it caught me off guard. So how old would they be now? Okay, um, Paul McCartney currently, he's still alive, by the way. Oh. Um, Paul McCartney would be 80 years old. Um, and Elvis would be, um, he would be like 87 right now. Okay, so that's not out of the realm of possibility for me. Um, so the, the th I'll start with Paul McCartney first. Um, so apparently, this is how the story goes. 
1966, Paul McCartney got into a car crash on one of the recordings of their new and upcoming album, either Revolver or the Sgt. Pepper's thing, and got into a car crash. Um, there's actually pictures of Paul McCartney with, like, with his lip bust open, his tooth ch- like chipped and whatnot. Um, and a group of uh, college kids um, noticed a bunch of uh, apparent clues in albums that the Beatles made. Like, for example, on the Abbey Road album, Paul McCartney is walking barefooted across the road while everybody is, like, you know, in attire for, like, a funeral. Like, I don't know. The the one to the left is uh, wearing all denim, which would be the people Dickie Gravedigger, Paul McCartney, obviously, you know, no shoes. The drummer, Ringo, is wearing all black, black. She's the priest. And John Lennon's wearing all white. Which I don't know if that would have to do with anything. Um, <laughs> apparently, if you replace some Beatles songs backwards, you hear clues like Paul's dead, turning me on dead man, or whatnot. And um, yeah, all of it. And apparently, uh, they made fun of the uh, conspiracy theories because they just added more into their songs. <laughs> so. That's just kind of funny. Um, so. Obviously, uh, Paul McCartney is not dead. Oh, and when they play, uh, He's a I forgot Skid Walker. <laughs> uh, apparently, in the Sgt. Pepper's album, uh, they give the name of the guy who replaced Paul McCartney, which is Billy Shears, apparently. From what I'm reading off of this um, little article thing I have up, I, 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 I don't believe Paul McCartney's dead because if he was dead. And that would have made headlines in 1966. Yeah, I feel like this one's not necessarily a very, like, based on any evidence kind of one. It's more of like a... It's like an inkling people have. And Um, also, when you listen to songs backwards... Most people do not hear anything in them. They have to be told what it sound what it sounds like before they, they can hear it. And then they say that 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 does sound like I killed myself in nineteen eighty seven. Yeah, but like it's like the um songs too. Like in Pink Floyd they have um one of their most famous songs. I forgot what it's called though, but I know it's in one of their most famous like famous songs. They have uh something alluding to somebody's death okay well i'm not talking about any intentional ones they did after the fact is like a joke but um it's like those it's like those um trends recently where it's bart simpson bouncing this is not piracy like it's like the same sound played over and over again and yeah. you could switch between a whole different set of um, lyrics that you hear. And there's a bunch of them. I feel like it's even easier when it's words played backwards, so it doesn't really resemble a whole lot of anything. Yeah. And honestly, you know what? If Paul McCartney did die, whoever replaced Paul McCartney 
obviously would have lived up to his legacy. Paul McCartney still makes music to today. Well, yeah, like, like, what's the point in having him live? Like, like, like the guy that quote unquote would be replacing Paul McCartney did better than like the Beatles. Paul McCartney. Yeah. Like this they, guy. They made, should have just hired him they, and admitted to it. Yeah, like this guy formed like one of the best bands after the Beatles to even exist. Wings like made groundbreaking songs like even if it was paul mccartney's replacement whoever did it did a very good job <laughs> like lived up to his name that bitch should have died 87 years ago <laughs> <laughs> i don't believe paul mccartney's dead i don't believe that one bit but um, neither do i not not in the slightest so uh we all know what happened to elvis he obviously overdosed on the toilet in 1977 i didn't Uh, know that yeah well um so elvis in the 70s was like a cokehead essentially and um elvis is like he's up there he's with the beatles he's with you know buddy holly you know, he's up there with the rock and rollers at that time. Mm-hmm. Like, you, you, everybody knows Elvis. Everybody. Um, arguably, he was one of the most, if not the famous, person ever, you know, make music. Um, at least in America. I don't really think he did much good in other countries but he he was he was like household name in america um he was very popular so people think that elvis faked his death to get away from the fame because it was too much um Hmm. apparently uh apparently uh people has reporting uh has reported seeing him at his uh Graceland residence as a groundkeeper, apparently. Why would he go back? It just if he's trying to get away from the life, why would he be a groundskeeper there well, and still be in the paparazzi? If I'm, I don't know. It just doesn't make sense. Saying, I don't know if I'm correct on saying this, but I think Graceland. So Graceland is was his residence, but I think now it's like a museum dedicated to Elvis. So, I, 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 I don't think that Elvis is alive. If he's if, if he did fake his death, he's probably dead by now. Like eighty-seven is a very long time to live, especially considering the fact that he's done a bunch of drugs, and towards the end of his life in nineteen seventy-seven, he was obese. So. I, I don't think he's alive. I, I think he died in 1977 on the toilet. Is there any other um like evidence that they can point towards besides just, uh, other than oh, we saw Elvis thing, as a groundskeeper? Other than seeing people that look like Elvis? No. There's and a lot of people, so yeah, that's not a valid like, point. Apparently uh, on his gravestone, um... There's either a letter missing or a letter that's added on to his middle name, Aaron, I think. So, that, uh, other than that, 
that's really the uh, of the evidence they got. I he he died. Yeah. If if he didn't die, he's already dead. So. Uh, yeah, I don't not, believe that. I, I think I think both of these conspiracy. I feel like my opinion will stay with that for just about every conspiracy theory because conspiracy conspiracy theories like almost by definition have to be a like confirmed thing no like a very unconfirmed thing it sort of goes against the common yeah yeah, the definition of a conspiracy theory is like something that's fake but sounds good yeah like if it if it was a convincing conspiracy theory it wouldn't be a conspiracy theory it would just be like a semi-disputed fact it'd be an unsolved mystery at that point yeah it wouldn't be a theory it'd be a be confirmed you know like fucking on paper yeah like Um. (laughs) I'm trying to think of some of them that are a lot more believable there have been not necessarily there might be some hollow or flat earth I'm talking believable okay like actually believable okay like there are um stories about like military not like doing aliens or anything crazy like that like stuff that could be legitimately normal like they're just coming up with new aircraft like that's literally the whole point of area 51 is that they're well, uh, making top saw, secret aircraft i actually saw a video on this today about the sr-71 blackbird they had this like they built this like huge box on a semi-truck right and they just lo- they loaded the sr-71 up into a like fucking a- box it's like a huge fucking box like hold on I'd have to take up, like, lanes of road. What? It does. So let me give you some context about the SR-71 Blackbird. Um, uh, Which is, like, the coolest plane ever. I was, like, in love with it as a kid. Um, So the aircraft was 107 feet long. It had a wingspan of... 55 feet and it stood 18 foot tall not to mention that it was its takeoff weight was 140,000 pounds like this thing was this thing was heavy so but it could carry imagine, this way pretty well. Imagine a 55-foot, like, wide box. Like, hold on. I, I want to find... Do you want to talk I'll, about the Blackbird a little bit? Yeah, sure, we can... We got some time. A, um, I want to fucking... I want to find this image I saw. Okay, until you get that... I'll tell some of the stuff I know. So, as far as I know, some, like, interesting facts about it. So, this plane was developed as sort of, like, to 
avoid radar. This thing could fly so high, so fast. 85,000 feet in the air, to be exact. Yeah. Its radar signature was engineered to be pretty small, so it was hard to detect. But even if it... uh, It was a 100-foot radar cross-section, which Which is is impressive for that time. Yeah. There have been smaller with some crazy-ass spy planes. But it wasn't... The B-2 bomber has the cross-section of a honeybee. Yeah, which is, like, insane. (laughs) But it's less about not being able to be detected. It's just there were not missiles capable of getting this thing. Yeah. It was the fastest at the time, correct? It was probably the fastest for quite a while. There's, there's like, test beds that they tested that went Mach 5, but... Like a fully functional aircraft. Production fastest production aircraft would be this, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. So it could just about outrun most anti-aircraft stuff that that primarily Russia could come up with. Yeah, Russia, China, North Korea. Um, North Korea was actually the first country to almost shoot it down. Really? I actually didn't know that. Apparently, um, they launched a missile and it was like 50 feet away from it. So they almost shot I sent I sent pictures of the, of this fucking box, by the way. Fucking huge. Wow. Okay. Um but wow, yeah, this uh pretty long. This aircraft was like if you if it could go faster, but if it went faster, like the engine would start to tear itself apart. Because there's like there's two cones on the uh, intakes that go in and out depending on how fast it goes. If it's extended all the way out, that means it's going like you know normal speed. But but these things can go all the way in, and that's for like Mach three flight. Things fucking insane. Yeah. Another interesting thing is that the panels. On on the SR seventy one Blackbird, They're plastic, aren't they? I don't I don't know exactly what they're made of, but they expand when they're in the high heat of yeah. the drag created because it's going so fast, and a lot of airplanes store f- store fuel in their wings, especially jets. So get, when like, it like a fuel tank, yeah. I know where you're getting with this. They they store them in a fuel tank. Yeah, that doesn't expand. So, when it's on the ground, because this plane was pushing so much of the limits of material technology in the day, they had to have such large gaps between the panels for them to expand. They formed. They, 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 they formed. They weren't like that originally. They, like the, the gaps formed over time. Okay, that they... I didn't know. I thought they were designed with some leeway so they could expand. All I know is that it leaks fuel when yeah, it's not going supersonic. The good news is that the fuel is not like if it. It's very hard to catch the fuel in fire. It's not normal fuel. For like you know, like the average typical fighter jet, it, it's it's like, like fighter jets now and like then run off like I, don't, I think it's called like E five fuel. This thing ran off like E seven fuel. 
Like this thing was insane. Yeah, because the the whole aircraft, it didn't have like a fuel tank. The aircraft itself was the fuel tank. So that's why fuel leaked constantly from it because there wasn't like a tank that could expand with it. Because <laughs> the, the plane was made out of titanium, but some parts were made out of this plastic composite material. Like the black parts of it, that's that black, that's that uh, material. Yeah, that, that aircraft. And they also had like different variants of it too. They made like 35 spy planes, five, uh, you know, jet interceptors, which that would be scary as fuck to get intercepted by one of those things. And then they made like, I, I don't know, there was like another one. I think it was just test bed zones. But yeah, that, that I love that aircraft. In fact, for that time, that the camera on that aircraft, you could tell, how, like, they flew it. It's like Google Maps 000. level imaging. Yes. They flew at 85,000 feet, and if somebody was doing a peace sign, they could see that peace sign, like, with their fingers. They can do that. They can, they can see that, like, when they, you know, uh, so, the, so I just looked up like how safe flying these things in that era was. They never not. they never got shot down, not a single one of them. But twelve of the thirty two uh, were destroyed in some way due to just accidents because it was so hard to fly. Um here's also a fun fact. 100,000 square miles of the Earth could be taken, pictured of per hour. Um, and, the, and the length of the film was 10,500 feet. That's a lot of film. That seems like almost too much. Like, how? Well, you gotta think about it. There's. 10,000 square miles of the Earth's surface that could get covered per hour. And the film Im image was 72 miles wide. Like, Jesus Christ, that's a lot. Mm -hmm. The only way that uh, he could shoot down uh, SR-71 Blackbird was when the Russians made a jet called the uh, MiG-25. And if it was right timing, and if they were extremely lucky, they could have shot this thing down. But there would have been no way to catch it, because the SR-71 goes Mach 3. This, the, the MiG-25 uh, goes 2,071 miles per hour. So... That would have had to, like, know exactly where it was going to go. Which, which even then... They wouldn't have ever been able to catch it. Does the SR seventy one have any conspiracy theories? Mm, um, it actually doesn't go Mach three. <laughs> it's it actually, actually the slowest aircraft. 
Yeah, the Boeing 747 goes in Mach 18. Um, I guess we can get into the next ones, because this can make our podcast very long if we go through these. Um, this is one I've never heard. Vampires and cannibals in the royal family. Oh, I have also never heard of that. Yeah, I've never. Did you okay, do any like research on it? I'm reading this. Um, this doesn't sound right. Um, how about this? Uh, did the royal family kill Prince Diana, Princess Diana? I mean, that I'm kind of more knowledgeable in. Um. Well, uh, it honestly, I don't think the royal family did it. I think Prince Charles most definitely tried to do something. So she was kind of controversial. At the time, yeah. Yeah. Because, I don't know, she was just such a, such a free thinker for her time. But she did so much. She was, she was married, too, I think, previously. Like before royalty, yeah, be, yeah, because that I don't know. I don't there's know. a role in the royal family where you cannot, like, if you're part of the royal family and you want to marry, the other person can't be married, or they they can't have a divorce. Like, you either get one while they were never married, or you don't get it at all. I think she was married. Like. The, the Princess Diana was groundbreaking at that time. Like she, she like shown a little bit of leg, elbows, maybe a little bit of cleavage. A little. Like, like she she made the royal family more down to earth. Like with her kids, like she took them to McDonald's. Like, and made them go to public school. That has never happened in the royal family. I mean, yeah, it's like she just didn't care about all the like pomp, roles. yeah, like pomp and circumstance of all the like royal garbage. She seemed like an actual normal person. She was, but then they got divorced. And then the funny thing happened. Yeah. Like the goofy incident. While uh, the king, uh, Charles, and uh, his current wife, uh, Camila, Camila, I think her name, Camila, I don't know her name. I have no clue. Um, yeah. So, yeah, other than that, um, some people apparently We can think go into that. more specifics about like why people think so essentially what was happening was she she wasn't driving but she was she, driving with some like she, she was in a limo quite essentially yeah it was like a personal caddy she Inherent. was in she was in the back with um I don't even know who exactly it was it was, was somebody of importance it was some royalty guy not in, not in, as important as her yeah, and they were and, in Paris, <laughs> and her, her, um, her bodyguard was in the front with um, the driver, and apparently there was paparazzi following them, and they were trying to go at night to avoid paparazzi, 
So when they were driving, apparently paparazzi on motorcycles went ahead of them and used flash photography. And supposedly this caused um, the driver to lose like either side of the road or focus or whatnot. And they hit a pillar on when they were going on in this tunnel. They had a they had support pillars in the middle of the tunnel because it was a divided road. And they hit this support pillar, and it like killed her, but not the guy in the front seat. Yeah. And the way in which um, the police handled it well, seemed the kind of fishy. Driver, everybody in the car except the bodyguard died. Yeah. The bodyguard didn't really. All I think I think the bodyguard was, was uh, quoted to say that like apparently the driver was saying the brakes weren't working. So people think that uh, MI6 uh, cut some brake uh, pedals. <laughs> but even still, pedals. like it's not like he was going infinitely fast. Like unless he was terribly speeding he should have just been able to roll the car to a stop i think i think i think i read that they were they were speeding but it like so 60 miles per hour i think like even still like so much that it caused you to go into the middle of a pillar in the road 60 miles per hour into a, a concrete pillar i mean oh i'm not debating that it was a definitely bad crash, but like, I don't feel like if the brakes were out, it would have caused him to crash. I feel like, uh, like many I, I people feel, have. This been is fine this is one of the conspiracy theories that I believe, because like, what I think happened was that some agency that works for the British government probably like had. A strobe light flashed it, and I believe that the brakes were cut, quite possibly, and yeah, I I believe it. I believe that she was killed. I believe she was assassinated, rather than she obviously died, but I believe that there was some meddling in there, for sure. So that Prince Charles can get married again. Because that was the rule, I'm pretty sure. If you divorce when you're royalty, the only way you can marry is if the other divorcee dies. I didn't know. Okay, that provides a lot more. I watched I watched a couple of episodes of the crown of the crown, so I kind of understand <laughs> what some of the roles are. But yeah, I believe she got assassinated. I, I don't think that it was. I, I I think I don't think it was an accident. I think it was. It was only a year after the divorce, apparently. Yeah. Anyways. So I believe. Yeah, I believe that. I actually believe that conspiracy theory. It's it's a lot closer to reality than most of them. 
because well, the, the, because the facts aren't all there. You know, like yeah. something does actually seem fishy. It's, it's like the nine eleven thing, which we could we can get into a whole fucking rabbit hole of nine eleven. <laughs> um, then off my uh, top my uh my topic, I'll do like a kind of funny one. Um. Apparently, there's a Reddit thread that um, there's a theory that Finland is a fictional landmass. What? Like French, like Finland's country? Yeah. Like no, it's just fictional. Like it's, oh, like, like it's, it's just not real at all. Okay. And um, contorted by the Japanese and Soviet Union during the Cold War in an effort to uh, secure uh, fishing rights in the Baltic Sea, apparently. Hmm. Um, That's why Finland only popped up in the in the Cold War. Wow, it all just makes sense now. <laughs> Finland didn't exist before this. Made up of people from Eastern Sweden, Northern Estonia, and Western Russia. Like, there's no Finnish people. It's just either Swedish, Estonian, or Russians. So, what about and, uh, all the people that lived there forever? I don't know, but apparently it's it's likely it began from a joke. Um, yeah, I think it's just Reddit pulling <laughs> a Reddit moment. But uh, I don't know. That's just a weird one. Yeah, I don't think that one is even in contention yeah, by anyone with half a brain. One. Um, apparently, uh, Rip- Ripley's. Uh, you know, Ripley's believe or not, right? Yeah. Apparently, it's based on entire like fact. Like, apparently, everything in their books are fact. Okay, maybe like, I'm um, misremembering the Ripley's books. So, like, it's like a like uh, somebody that can open their mouth all the way and fit like a whole two liter uh, thing of soda in their fucking mouth, and like you know, people that can. Uh, bend their fingers in eight different ways, like you know, freaks essentially. Mm-hmm. Um, apparently, that um, I don't even know. No, I'm not um, apparently, uh, yeah, all of it's just true. Like, I, I, I don't know if Ripley's believe it or not, like, said that, oh, like, half of this shit's fake. But I guess there's conspiracy theories out there that are stating that it's actually all true. Some of it's probably based on real people. Because there are some people with crazy talent, like, freak show level kind of people. Yeah. Um... Yeah, so that's the end of my long ass topic. We already probably at like an hour with that. That's okay. gonna be a long episode. Buckle in. Uh, my section's not gonna be very long, I don't think. So, I I really didn't come prepared on this topic, but I don't know. We've just been getting back into Minecraft pretty recently, and we uh, meaning like. Him and the boys. I I don't like yeah. Minecraft that much right now. You'll come around to it. I like creative mode. I don't really like survival that much. I mean, survival's fun for like a month, and then it gets boring. Yeah, a month's a long time. 
long enough for me. But yeah, every time every time we start up a survival world, everyone gets super invested in it for it really depends on the person. It could be a day or two, couple. Like a week, a couple weeks. And then usually just once people start slowly fading from it, everyone forgets about it. And then when you come back to the game, say in a couple months, or even a couple years, no one wants to replay the world they were in. They want to start fresh because they don't remember anything they did. And it's just a repeating cycle of not being able to make any progress because I don't know I've done just about all you can in survival mode but there's a lot of unfinished projects I had as with every in, every yeah. Minecraft server we had yeah like I always take up large projects and then everyone leaves once I once like, I start... like the, yeah. the fucking landmass that I had ideas for in that one survival world. Yeah, when you stop playing. I feel like, like you yeah. should have started smaller. And worked my way on. I don't, I don't know. I, I like take. Many of you probably don't know because I've only live streamed this one time, whole existence of this world. This I have this this creative world that is at least I would say ten years old, uh, longer than that. It was on three sixty, and then I converted it over to the Xbox. So I don't even know how old it is. It's old. Just for context, I have been in this world. Um. This world is massive. There is so much shit going on in this world. So many unfinished products. So many, like, just buildings, like, that I've made. A couple of my friends made, but, like, mostly I've made. Yeah, essentially, it's a fuck, fucking huge city. And yeah. you had... At at the time, you had no clue how to use commands, even though was, now that you know them, they're not that three hard. Three cities. Mine was the most developed. My my other friends, they had like a smaller thing going on, but mine is the most developed. I'm not trying yeah. to brag. And these like sky, these skyscrapers are, they're not detailed skyscrapers that you would expect out of like. Like a, a finished map, but also you're not like a map maker or like a professional builder. So like it's not expected. But like to make all this stuff by hand without commands or world edit or any, any sort of well, tools is these insane. Were made, these were made during, I would say, 2017. Like a bulk of those skyscrapers. So the newer skyscrapers that you can obviously tell are newer. They have a lot more detail in them. Like, a lot more detail than, like, you know, the stone brick skyscrapers or those big boxes. Mm -hmm. 
there's uh, there's skyscrapers now like that are newer built obviously that have different colored blocks and like different kind of roofs and fucking insane i i've spent so fucking long in that world a little too long i feel too long i mean i feel like you should finish up the projects you have and they'll they'll keep you occupied for another decade another decade <laughs> i still have i have this build going. i have this build going it's a palace I, I, I'm invested in it. I want to finish this on stream. Like, that's the goal of mine. To finish this palace on stream. This palace is humongous. Like, yeah. I think I, like, it's unrealistically to... large. Like, Well, I've been... I, I ba I'm basing this upon the, uh, the French uh, palace of... Uh, it's one of the. It's the French palace. It's like a huge French palace. Forgot what it's called. Is it the one Princess Diana was leaving? <laughs> yeah, before mm. that car crashed. That would be kind of ironic, considering. The Palace of Versailles. Okay. That palace. A very famous palace. It's this palace is huge, by the way. So I, I, I'm trying to replicate that, but like make it my own. This is one of the most detailed buildings I think I've ever attempted to build. Like I'm just building the outside walls right now. I'll do interior later, but like it, it's pretty developed. Like it's pretty advanced for what I think I can do. I think I did pretty well on the building so far that, I can tell you how many hours I've been on Minecraft um, and I can tell you a good chunk of them probably would be on that world because like I, I used to play this world with like with my one my old friend and um, me and her just spent like we could spend like 25 like just like all day on the world and not go to bed yeah i have 41 days played on this game and i i can i can happily i can humbly say that 35 of those days were spent on that world at least i feel like that's far more than i've ever put into any specific game I know I've put, like, more into some worlds than I have into some AAA games. Like, like I wouldn't be surprised if most survival worlds I have 60-plus hours in. Well, the sad thing is, like you said earlier, I had no idea what command blocks were. Yeah, I realize this. I have a whole ocean in my world. I have a whole like river system, stream system, farm system. I have fucking like I painstakingly blew up every single bit of grass just to put water down. 
painstakingly put water down to. Painstakingly took my diamond hoe, dug the ground, planted seeds, bone marrowed them, all by hand. Dug out the ground, put like black, uh, you know, uh, concrete down for roads. Everything I've done up until the palace era, which was like a couple months ago, was done by hand. You probably didn't have black concrete at the time, is it? It's probably black wool. If I had to uh, guess. No, it's concrete. No, okay. it's concrete. So, uh, concrete so the roads like, were... Because... Uh, more recent-ish edition. Not too recent, but not too like old either. Yeah. I have this, like... I don't know, I have, like, this town square that I have a couple of my, like, you know, personal things in. But it's, like... It would be essentially my ideology of, like, what I believe a government should be like. It's, like, a whole fucking capital city of, like, some random country that hasn't even, like, named or named yet. I would say it's one of the... It's it's fascinating if you see it. I think it's a... I've I've been in it, and I, I can speak for that. It is so large, but I is there even a finished building there? Like um, that's kind of the sad part is that like you you never got to finish any of it. There might be. It, it's all hollow shells with floors that don't have any like like furniture in them. There there's a lot of finished buildings, but they don't have interiors like you know steps with signs on the sides for chairs and shit like that. They don't have anything like that. Mm-hmm. But a good chunk of them are lit up, have like lights, floors, doors. Um, I'd say, I, I do have to pat myself on the back for this one. It is one of the most beautiful things I think I've ever seen on Minecraft in, in night. Because I also painstakingly put down street lights every like 10 blocks on the sidewalk i do say that it looks extremely well in, in the in nighttime so on pc they have certain mods where you can essentially remove all render distance it would be pretty cool to see see the city from above without any render render distance at oh, all you you get like a final top down view. It'd probably help with planning and stuff as well. I mean, this like I don't know. This is like for a base for from what it was back in like twenty fourteen thirteen to what it is now. Like, oh my god! Me and my friends started that as like making little military bases and like the 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 amount of flying we had to do to get to one like to my base to his was insanely we planned that to be insanely long is this a separate world no 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 this is oh, so it's world. in there like, somewhere. You know, like that like the wood like the stuff that looks like a mid-century uh I don't know, it's medieval. been a while. Um, 
I can't remember. It's my old, it's my old, like basically, it's like way over. Like now, there's like it's just insane. I have like I have like apartments, skyscrapers. I like to. I have a military base for Christ's sake. Could be turned into an airport. I have like this um, stadium. Oh my god. And so much has changed on the world too, because like there's three cities in that world. There's my city, and my two other friends. They they both had their individual city. I'm surprised no no data got corrupted in any of the transfers or updates or anything. Well, when it got transferred over to Xbox One, it was basically just the two small bases. Like you know my the the building that you spawn in when you uh enter that world. Because I I could only do that once. Because once you spawn in, it saves where you were last. Well, that building. That's the only building I ever had. That was my first building. And then I built the roads based upon where that building was. I started basically just like digging random in random directions and stuff like that. Because at first I didn't really have like a water system planned out. And then I got bored, started blowing up a bunch of shit. And that's what I was left with. Like, it's, it's fucking wild. I will be streaming on this world some point in time. Whenever I get really soon. bored. <laughs> you I'll should be streaming stream the, the uh, finishing of the palace, and I might finish that world. Might expand upon that world, who knows? I have some ideas for skyscrapers that I want to copy, but might take some time to do that. Yeah, I wouldn't mind actually streaming in that world. So. Yeah. so we're getting close to our usual time. Do you want to for, um, forgo this last topic or just talk just about talk, it quick? Just talk, to, just talk. I don't really give a shit. I feel like we're just, I feel like this is like natural and this is like something that's like good. <laughs> a little more vibey. Yeah. We can actually we're actually talking instead of like you know being weird. I mean we're still weird. <laughs> that never went away. I think that the next topic is. Yeah, we're we're we ourselves are weird. Um. So I guess our man, you you chose the Minecraft topic, but did I dominate that topic? Yeah, I didn't have anything really prepared. I didn't either. I kind of just you kind of gave me the the idea of my city because I completely forgot about it actually until now. Not not much else really has happened interesting with Minecraft besides I don't know. I've just yeah, been like playing it for like my whole life. I had like five updates apparently that never came out. Like I'm still waiting for camels to be added. <laughs> Like, like no one care about no camels. Camels and like the, the signs that can get hanging by chains and shit and like uh big frogs or whatever they had. They oh, have frogs in the game now. Oh they do? Yeah, I killed them. Like, oh earlier. they're pulling 
they're pulling a rock star and like uh releasing content little by little. Drip feed. Yeah. Except because like I saw this thing where you can like hang signs off a chain now, apparently. I don't know. Like, I saw that. I don't even know if that's a thing. There's like four mobs that were supposed to be added. I don't even know if that's a thing. One of the things I'm most excited for, and I only got to see it earlier today, and I hadn't seen it. Apparently everyone has that I talked to. But they're going to be adding a very, not complex, but a system where you take these little templates, and depending on which template you use, and what material you combine it with, you can put trim of various colors and patterns on oh, your oh, armor. Yeah, and that, that shit looks so cool. Like, oh my god. Can't wait to get netherite armor again just to, you know, try to <laughs> take a cool pattern with it and then get bored with it. Honestly, it's nice. And there's a bunch of other quality of life stuff that come along with it. Along with that update, so that one I'm looking forward to, but they've really dropped the ball on some of these past updates. They fumbled. Last last update I really liked was the uh, fucking axolotl thing. Yeah, but it feels like they're adding like just garbage filler content that adds like nothing to the game of any significance. Like, oh, let's add this cute thing. Like, hey, vote community on this stupid thing that nobody wants. Like, oh my god. Last good update on Minecraft was honestly, my take on it, was when they added the um, pillagers. That was a banger update. The whole villager rework and trading. The nether update in my opinion, was, that was one cool. of the best updates they've added recently. It it added so much stuff to the game. Like, why can't every update be the nether update? I like this thing with the, um, whatever the fuck this thing is. I don't even know. It's like the big fucker, the warden. Yeah, that... It's, it's cool, and if... Have you, have you like, played around with it in creative or whatnot? Yeah, but the atmosphere it creates, the whole idea of stealth, is amazing. But killing the warden gives you absolutely nothing. He's meant to be this, like, crazy hard-to-defeat boss that you're not supposed to kill, though. Like, it doesn't give anything good. It is almost inarguably harder than the Wither in a lot of ways. Because that thing can literally disappear. Yeah. Like, the Wither is stupidly hard on console for no reason. Like, it's it's literally coded harder than on PC. But that Warden, I, I have never been able to kill it with any combination of tools I've given myself in survival mode. It's just like, I don't know, like netherite. You can't even kill it with a netherite sword with like sharpness four on it. 
it just has so much health, does so much damage, and just knows where you are and gives you permanent blindness. It's just crazy. And the loot down there ain't even that good. Like, Yeah, not even to mention, like, you get tunnel vision every time it sees you. Yeah. And the stealth in that is awful. Stealthing around there is practically impossible. Because every block, like, looks the same. Yeah. If you really if you aren't crouch walking, you will make noise. If he gets too close to you, apparently he can like sort of hear your heartbeat and he'll like start wailing on you. You have to like if you want to go down a block since you're crouching, you can't uncrouch. So you have to like place a carpet underneath of you. You have to do so many stupid workarounds for like mediocre loot. But the place looks so cool, and the atmosphere is really cool. But they just... It didn't add anything good. Cool idea, but how it implemented Yeah, poor execution. Oh, I think, I think my favorite update was when they added something else. Back in the day when they added glowstone. <laughs> Really? Yeah, like that. Like I don't know what else came with that update. Like different so kinds funny. of wood. <laughs> like they had like oak and spruce and different <laughs> kinds of doors. That was okay. a fucking banger, bro. I remember that shit on Xbox. The sixty. I didn't get updates <laughs> for the most part. So I was essentially offline with my three sixty. I mine was for a long time now. Um, so I guess we're talking about games. We can talk about some obscure games we like, like yeah. games that are really not well known, but like obviously are known because we played them. Um, I don't know. What 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 are some of yours? So. I'm not necessarily a fan of, like, dungeon-crawling games, but there's this game called Moonlighter. It, it it didn't get crazy popular, but it's not, like, you know, underground, like, never heard before. It's a very nice, nicely polished dungeon-crawling game, where at the end of every night, you bring your stuff back, and you have to sell it in, in your store and you have to upgrade your store and try to market specific items to specific people manage supply and demand and it's half of it's like an inventory management game in the way that a lot of items you pick up in this dungeon will be dropped upon death and have certain curses on them where you can't have some of them are like it will make the item to the top right of it disappear for example so you have to have this item slid to the right side of your inventory top or the top right of your inventory just so there's nothing in that range and it'll delete that 
the item in your inventory. And there's that's just one example, but there's a big nuisance. Yeah. But I like it. It it makes it a lot more challenging instead of just mindlessly kill stuff and then do it again. <laughs> like it makes you think about what you're picking up, where you're putting it, and then how you're gonna sell it. So I think I think it's a pretty nice game. It's called um, Moonlighter. One of my uh we can just go back and forth. I have a couple. Um it's, these are games on Game Pass that I have uh, played because I'm uh, either looking for game or score or just bored. Um, what remains of Edith Finch? You know it's a good game when I can remember it. That game is uh, it's like a story based game. It's like a this a this girl Edith Finch. Uh, all of her kids died basically. And they all died in like mysterious ways, and like, but like the kids were gifted, kind of. So, um, this girl basically goes to this the Finch household, and um, experiences memories from like the kids, and, like, you know, Edith, and shit like that, and like, but the memories they she experiences are how the kids essentially died. Like, the kids didn't mean to die. Like, this one kid was, like, uh, hallucinating that she was a cat chasing a bird and jumped out her window by accident. But, like, that, you don't get to see that happen. What, mm. what happens is what happens in the kid's mind. So, you basically go on this, like, chase on this bird. Like, you fucking chase this bird around, and then somehow you end up in the sea. And you're, like, a like a squid sea monster and like it's like oh it's like about the kids imaginations it's like it's a really sad game i i like it i would play it it's 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 kind of sad but like not really because like you know the kids don't really have any backstory but like I don't know, it's just sad because the kids like you know they thought they were playing they thought they were having fun they got their imagination too wild up and then they actually killed themselves or got killed I don't necessarily care that much for games that it's sort of like you play through a set story Not that's kind of stupid because I do play a lot of story games <laughs> I mean like ones where it feels like like a telltale game almost where you just you're watching a drama unfold i, I love the walking dead i've that's that's a fairly popular opinion i've never played it but i've heard like from a lot of people of that it's good games. that's one of my most favorite story based games if not one of my favorite games of all time interesting so another, um, it's like another... watching a Netflix show, but you get to make decisions. Like I, I heard about it's like production characters. quality being very low. But yeah, like you get attached to these characters and like the story arc. You like beat and then like boom, one of them fucking dies. <laughs> like what? Like I started crying. Some parts of the uh, Walking Dead games. Not the ones with like the the one 
like the ones with Clementine and Lee and um, all them. Not the ones with Rochelle and like I don't know. Not like the ones based. Not the one that's based off of the TV show. That one sucked ass. Oh no, that's like one of my most favorite games of like all time though. Interesting. So another game that's fairly obscure that I like. It's on Game Pass. It's called Minecraft. If you've never heard of it. <laughs> no, I'm. I'm just joking. The uh, the long dark. I like you've uh, heard of it. You've seen. You've probably seen me. St- Maybe you haven't seen me stream it, but I've I've talked about streaming it. It is an incredibly difficult survival game. It's mainly a story game, but the story is trash. Don't play it. But the survival mode of this game is insanely difficult. Wilderness survival. And I don't know why I like it so much. But it, it feels like anytime I'm playing it, I have to like leave a party. Like I can't I can't be talking to anyone. And I just like listen to the actual game itself. And I, I just vibe with it. It's it makes you feel so like isolated. Yeah. That it would it would feel wrong to be doing like other stuff being distracted. Oh, like you yeah, like you gotta turn down the lights. It, like get you have to really get into it. But it's also permadeath. It's permadeath, really tough survival, and it feels like every time you die, you've learned like a bunch. And your oh, runs yeah. could last anywhere from days to seconds, depending on how good you are and what difficulty you're playing on. So. You have to sort of strike a balance <laughs> with how you're playing it. Yeah, I, I like games like that, but then they get me mad every time I die. <laughs> yeah. Um, I the, would say, uh, I don't know, games like that kind of piss me off. If I want. The way I was playing it initially was the wrong way. Well, there's not like there's a wrong way to play it, but like, I played on a the easiest difficulty available and i was able to i was yeah yeah i was learning a lot but i wasn't really challenged and i wasn't putting myself into tough situations and then when i eventually died due to my lack of like good survival experience because i was able to get away with so much stupid stuff i was like days into this run and i'm like damn i just wasted all that time but the (laughs) but the idea is that instead of having like days weeks long runs put it to a difficulty that actually really challenges you so like you're not losing a ton of progress and you're still getting a tough challenging experience it really forces you to learn how to survive I feel like it'd be easier to survive in real life than in this fucking game. It's, like, <laughs> it's kind of stupidly hard. I would just go to the gas station and probably get you some free food. Yeah. Um, I, um, 
there's a lot of games I played on Game Pass. I will just blurt these two out because there's not really much to do with them. One's called Donut Country or Donut County. And then one's called Fractured Minds. Um, Donut County is like a cute game. That's like, I, 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 I literally don't even know what it is. It, all I know is that I like it and it's cute. But Fractured Minds is like a trippy, like, what's the word I'm looking for? You're not in heaven, you're not in hell. Purgatory. You're like in a purgatory type thing. In Fractured Minds, and you just have to, like, get out of purgatory, kind of, I think. Yeah, the, I, all I know is that I like those games. I don't remember much about them. All I know is I like them. Sort of like you're sense. just drifting around. Yeah. It's interesting. It's a very, you mean, like, so you get easy gamer score playing those. Like, you, you, there's no way you can fail. Interesting. You said you had two games? Well, uh, yeah, just those two. I'll just put them into, like, one game okay. so you can do yours. Um, I'm still looking because I didn't, I, this wasn't my topic, yeah. so. I'll just say my other one, uh, I, I'm really, in, like, I don't know if it's really obscure, but, like, I don't see a lot of people playing it. I love War Thunder. Like, War Thunder has to be one of the most exciting games for me to play. Interesting. Like, I don't know. I, don't know. I, I like fighter jets. I like fighter jets and shit like that, and tanks and all that. So like, it really, it really interests me. So like, I could, I, I've only played probably about like I don't know, a hundred or so regular matches of War Thunder. What I normally do is literally go into custom matches, fly fast, do like acrobatics, bomb shit bomb targets and shit like that. That that is so fun to me and I don't know why. Interesting. I could just do that for hours. Yeah, I definitely would not be able to do it's like the, it's like like War Thunder and GTA are games I can play hours upon hours of game. And then like Modern War like whatever Call of Duty's out, I like going into custom matches with bots making classes and just destroying them with them. I like doing that on Call of Duty games. Fortnite I can get into when it's once it's the end of the season. I really can't get into Fortnite at the beginning because like that's when all the sweats are. But yeah, Fortnite, GTA and War Thunder are like the games I can play forever. Apex, I don't really mind Apex. It's not a not obscure, just one of one of like the games I like. I like the crew because I like driving and shit. Crew is a really good driving game. That's good. I I've never played the crew, but I didn't they make a fuck ton of those games. They made like three or two. I think I, I have the one I play is number one, but. I, I own two on Steam. I just I'm gonna stream it when I'm like bored. But you know, like driving around, play chill streams. Yeah, one of my 
favorite games of all time that I haven't that I haven't played through the full way yet, but I'd really like to is called the Talos Principle. And if you're into puzzle games a lot, no. you would love this game. I don't know if you are, but if anyone's listening who does. That's Resident Evil Seven. You know, it's like Resident Evil is like not really like you know a huge puzzle game, but like you need to find a lot of information out. That game pissed me off so much. Like I, I like when games give you information when it's like blatantly there. It's easier to like you know understand like where you're going and shit like that. Resident Evil just pissed me off. Interesting. So. As far as the Talos Principle goes, it is, it's, yeah, it's a puzzle game, but it's got a ton of, um, it's very Greek mythology, philosophical oriented, like, the puzzles aren't about, like, philosophy itself, the puzzles are, like, what you'd expect from a normal 3d puzzle game they are incredibly difficult depending on what you're playing so much so that i've spent hours trying to figure them out and i'm i'd consider myself a really good um puzzler because i i play a lot of puzzle games so but this one has really challenged me (laughs) And the whole point about it is that the Talos principle is a philosophical theory that human, not not humans, robots could be, robots or AI could be real thinking people. And you've probably heard of it before, just not called under that name. But you play as a robot completing all these puzzles and you're essentially contacted this isn't really spoilers this is like the whole premise of the game that you're contacted by this greek god elohim and he tries to reason with you about your morality and the way in which they do it is very thought-provoking and i wasn't really expecting it i've heard great things it's basically among people who play puzzle games it's like the highest rated but it's like 30 40 bucks but it's worth like every penny and it it made me like deeply think it's another one of those games just like um the long dark that I can't play it with, like, listening to anyone. I just gotta zone out and... Like, I, it just has to be, like, a standalone experience because it, it really does make you think. Yeah, I really don't like using my head. <laughs> <laughs> I, I hate games like that. Like, if it's not plain and simple for me, it just kind of pisses me off, so I don't play it. Yeah. Well, completing the puzzles isn't necessary in order to hear and experience most of the story. So, I'd still recommend it for people who at least have a little bit of patience. 
but it is pretty expensive. I waited a long time to buy it, and then I finally bit the bullet and I enjoyed it. But it's not for everyone. Or there's people that have much patience with anything. <laughs> be an issue. Well, do you have any any uh last things you want to talk about? Because this is gonna be our by far longest episode. Oh, I'm good. I'm on Gucci. Okay. Um, well, yeah, that was this. This is gonna be our longest. Um. Well, thank you everybody for uh, stopping by and listening to us talk for one hour and some odd minutes. Um, I hope you enjoyed it. Um, if you did enjoy, please uh, follow So Far Gamers podcast uh, on every platform that is available that we are on. It's in our link tree, which is link tree slash So Far Gamers. Uh, follow our social medias with us on our respective platforms. You know, it's usually a hijinks official, and mine is hates death. Yeah, and if you enjoyed, you know, share your support by uh, following or liking or whatever you guys do on your platforms. And uh, we will catch you next Thursday. Okay. Unless one of us are sick. <laughs> I don't get sick. Yeah, I, I, I get sick like almost every other day. So, all right. Bye, everybody. <laughs>